Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. Bachelor in Paradise is finally over. There is a lot to unpack during the, you know, generous two-week period ABC gave us between seasons. I am so excited because I'm going to break down the finale and the season and pop culture in general with the one and only Amanda Hirsch from Instagrams. Not skinny, but not fat. She's a very successful Dear Media podcast and Instagram. I'm sure you know her. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I know you recap Bachelor in Paradise on your show sometimes and on your Instagram stories. Yeah, I know. I, I just, I feel bad for the people that don't watch and have to get through like thousands of stories, but the ones that do are the ones that are too lazy to get through three hour episodes. Thank me. So, you know, it's, it's you're either here or there, but I love it. And Specifically from the franchise, I feel like Paradise is just the most fun to watch. Totally agree with you. I think that they could honestly give us more Paradise content in like two nights versus the like three hour blocks like this was, because I still have so many questions about how this all ended. Um, but I want to talk about the season in general. Did you like this season of Paradise? Who who were you ready to get off your screen and who are you going to miss? <laughs> I I feel like I go through such ups and downs with like in general in life, like I call myself a steak because I flop and I flip on people all the time. Um, but like weird. So obsessed with Kenny. So weird. I know, but like he turns me on, like might've had dreams. Like there's something about him that didn't come out in, um, Clara season. And I believed him. Like, I just believed him. He literally fell in love with Mari. He somehow made us forgive him for like screwing Demi going back to Mari, like being all over the place. And I was like, oh my God, but he loves her. Like, I don't know how he did it. Meanwhile, you know, other people fucked up on a, on a smaller scale. And I was like, get them out of my face. So like, I don't know how, but there's something charming about him. He is a boy band manager, which like, I don't know, is that a turn on? Is that a turn off? Not sure yet. It's all very confusing, but he was a great, I feel like just a great watch and I'm, I'm in the minority of liking Aaron. Wow. That's, there's a lot to unpack there. You like Aaron. <laughs> okay. No, he's okay. No, he like literally the way he exited paradise just makes so much sense. Like he was not there for love. He is not ready for even like a high school girlfriend. Like he is three years old, but I yeah. feel like he's hot and we should give him recognition. Yes. 
Um, and yeah. I feel, I feel like he's like a good time. I feel like he's a good vibe to have a drink with, to like make out with, you know, he made out with Tia. She had fun. She had no hard feelings. She, she didn't even take it seriously. She was like, bye. <laughs> you're, you're so right. Tia, I think was someone who also really came out looking like a hero this season. She was funny. She redeemed herself from, you know, the Colton obsession years. I think we need her on our TV more. I think they need to either make her like a bachelorette or just make sure she comes back because I really enjoyed her. And Kenny also, just to go back real quick, told me this morning that he knew he was going to propose to Mari after his date with Tia. And I was like, that's a long time ago. <laughs> Who knew this whole time that Kenny was like ready to go, just ready for that, you know, to get down on one knee. I know. And he said that he's going to pick the band for the wedding. So I'm sure there will be quite the boy band tribute at this wedding. We need to get invited. <laughs> Listen, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm still torn. Like, do, is it hot? Is it like not hot? I, I don't know. I think it's hot. I think he looks like he's good at like sexual things. I don't know why he just looks like he knows what he's doing. Like he's been around the block and he had this like emotion pouring out of him that didn't sound like you know, your cookie cutter bachelor shit, which like, I think I'm falling in love with you. I can't help but think that maybe I, he just like, the way he proposed even, he was like, fucking Mari. Like, I, I fucking love you. Like what? So I don't know. He, he, he turned me on. Okay. I'm talking about Kenny too much. Let's move on. <laughs> like, you and Danny Pellegrino, I think maybe it's something you guys with your Instagram content and you both love Kenny. So I don't know. Oh, he does? Oh, I yeah. didn't realize. I don't he know does. why. I, I like the like, not underdog, but obviously Joe, total like babe right but everyone loves joe like i try to not be like like i'm i am a basic bitch like everyone else like love joe love wells but i want to give a moment to those who you know we're kind of like up and coming this season i will say that aaron is definitely attractive there's no denying that he's just like the extremes that this guy goes to are a lot for me but you got to give him and james props for making it all season on the beach insane what do you think of james if you like aaron (laughs) Well, that's such a good point because I, I mean, you also said like it felt like as much as I love the show, it did feel like a hundred years long. And yes. also like how are there still 370 people on the beach and like how every episode it's like, it, you know, you see Aaron on the side like talking to James and you're like, how are they still here? How are they getting roses? Like who's keeping them? Um, I think he's cute. I think he also seems like a nice guy, like a good time even maybe a little bit more looking for something or open to something. But think about it. Aaron hooked up with Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Who's like gorgeous, like perfection. Um, but you could just tell he had like zero emotion. I feel even when he sat with Chelsea, when Aaron sat with Chelsea and he was like, you look good, you're nice, you're a catch. He was like listing things off paper, but like, you're not feeling anything, bro. Like you're not there. He wants to, I feel like he just wants to enjoy the like little bit of fame, the Instagram DMs he's going to get. Like he's not here to propose, but, but somehow I feel like him and James pulled it off where it's like not annoying. Yeah. I think that it ended well. They were getting a little too much screen time, I think, towards the end with the Rose hunting and the Ivan of it all and like that all kind of being blown out of proportion. But I think you're right. The ending was pretty, pretty good. And the Tia and and, um, Aaron back and forth of like how he walked like two feet away from everybody. And he was like out of breath trying to get back to James. Like that played pretty well. That was pretty good. Yeah. And the fact that Tia like literally, she was like, fuck it. You know, she was like, no, like, because other people were trying to have these conversations, like couples that just met. Like Ed and McKenna. Yeah. 
like, why are you having these conversations? Which brings me to Natasha for a moment because I also flipped and flopped on her. Like, I think she's amazing. I want her to find love. I think she's a catch. But, like, girl needs help with her picker and with, like, Ed. Like, the fact that she was like, Ed and I need to talk before, you know, the last day. I was like, girl, no. She should have left on her own accord. She it would have been left. so badass. You're so right. She should have done it. Other people did it with like serious relationships, you know, being like, you know, Noah and Abigail, Becca and and Thomas. And the fact that she was like, let me see if Ed's ready. You know, I'm like, (laughs) so when I said Natasha from Bachelorette, I saw that somebody DM me like, yeah, she's great. But like, she's so quick to settle that like, it wouldn't be. (laughs) And, and I hope she like learns from this. I think I saw her posting or saying something about it. Like she, she, she might like want it. I don't know if want it too bad, but it it was quick to like, like Brendan even, I mean, that seems like thousands of years ago, but I don't know if we didn't, if we missed anything, but like the dudes kissed to her, which there was one was like a grandma pecking, like, her grandson like it was so not sexual so the fact I mean he sucks and that sucked but um but there was nothing there you know no Natasha is too I think she's just like I I think I don't I don't know what the word is either because I really like her too but there's nothing like when they especially when a contestant quits like the normal bachelor season it just makes me so happy because it's like wait I just woke up and realized like you actually aren't that great and I'm fighting for like a little bit of time with you and it just it plays so well every time so I'm always like rooting for someone to quit and Natasha had the perfect exit planned out from paradise I'm a little disappointed in her for that but I'm really happy for her almost half a million Instagram followers she deserves it (laughs) so deserves it like I was one of those petty people like wanting her to surpass like Brendan (laughs) so I don't I feel like people more people felt like us because they were like we gotta get her up there what did you think of Abigail and Noah this season and this like breakup but now they're you know Miley Cyrus adore you music video on Instagram (laughs) well first of all I loved Noah ever since Tasha's season. I thought he was so cute. I love the little stash. I do love his look. Um, and I love that he was like a traveling nurse, like mm-hmm. checking out his Instagram. I liked his vibe. Um, I like that they came and set on each other and were like, they didn't look left. They didn't look right. They had that kind of like, remember Kevin and Astrid? Yes. Um, they had kind of those vibes where like, they were just on the fucking day bed. Like, mm-hmm. all day. I do, I didn't see a lot of passion, though, but I don't know, you know, or maybe they're not, like, really passionate people. Maybe they're not, like, tongue-sticking-out Kravis vibes, you know, <laughs> that that happens. Some um, people don't wear each other's blood around their necks. Some people just, like, like a little light, you know, light smooch with, like, a little... So... I was surprised by him being like, you're not a person. I felt like that was so harsh. I Mm -hmm. felt like that was so hurtful. Um, But I'm really happy to see that they're, that they're back together. And I thought her video like gave me goosebumps because you saw his silly moments that you didn't get to see on the show. You saw them kissing, which we didn't get to see them do on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really wish the best for them. I think they're so cute. I think they're cute too. I think it was, it's really was hard to follow their story this whole season. Like usually, you know what ABC is trying to tell you with people 
and which Thomas I'll get into as a whole other thing because I've been saying that a lot but with Noah and Abigail like they just like didn't follow their story completely and we never got closure when there was like conflict and then we would see them like look cute in the background but we weren't getting enough to know if they were actually cute and the breakup I mean part of me thought that it was like Noah was justified because Abigail wasn't giving him anything but then it is it's always a hard debate to go from I'm falling in love with you to goodbye but in The Bachelor that shit happens all the time. Because, because Sarah, there was a difference between, I think I might be falling in love with you between that and I'm in love with you. And then I love you is like, I think the best one. I'm not sure yet. I think it might be the best because, or, you know, when they're, when, you know, when they say like, I could see a future in which I fall in love with you, or like, I see that I'm probably able to, I'd be like, but you're not in love with me after five minutes, like go away. Like, I don't need you to, like, think you might get there. Like, either you're there because I'm perfect and you know it, or bye. I wouldn't be able to handle those, like, cliche fucking shit. But I think they have to. They have to. Or they just know. They've watched enough seasons. They've come prepared. I think this is what most Bachelor people told me. Like, they just know they have to use that fucking dialogue, you know? Or producers are like, but do you think you're falling in love with him? Or, like... Are you in love with them? And like, are you getting there? Mm-hmm. Um, but they get there. You know what? We can talk shit all day. Three couples are engaged. They look happy. Yeah. And the process works sometimes. The process know? works sometimes. It's definitely a combo, I think, of all the things you said, but a huge part of it, I think, is going into it, having watched the show. They think about these phrases, they start getting tossed around, and then they you kind of start believing your own BS because you're in the bubble. And it just makes sense when you like say it and then you watch it back and you're probably like, why am I talking in cliches? Like I don't talk in cliches normally. But you're right, it does quote unquote work. We have three engaged couples. Who of the engaged couples did any of them surprise you? Because for once, I felt like I kind of was pretty confident in the fact that all three of them were going to propose. Well, Joe and Serena, Kenny and Mari, no, I was confident they were all going to propose. And it's also not a big deal. It's not that committed. Mm-hmm. Like when they're like shaking and crying and sweating, I'm like, you're probably not going to get married. Yeah. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's not like married at first sight where they actually get married. Like this is an engagement. You're getting a diamond ring on your finger. Like, yes, you're making a statement here, but at the end of the day, it's not a big of a deal. So yeah. I, I want to see the couples. Like, I want to see Ari and Lawrence. I want to see married in the burbs with kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are too many, like, long engagements. I want to see the whole thing. I want to see the white picket fence. So when we get to that, we'll talk. But I wasn't surprised to see the engagement. Listen, Serena's, like, 23 years old. She is exactly 23 years old. Like, is she, like, rushing to the altar? No. Hell no. So, like, yes, she loves Joe. She sees a future with him. But, like, I don't fucking know when they're going to get married. No Mari time. and Kenny, though, I feel like they, they might. They might surprise us. And, and I don't know. They might surprise us. I kind of think they could be first, too. They said that they um, are getting married in Puerto Rico. So they already decided that. See? Oh <laughs> You're good. God. Yay. Yay. And Riley and Marissa, I will just be devastated if they don't work out. So I'm, I'm hoping that they get married soon too. Cause I think there's something to be said for, there's not a lot of bachelor divorce. There's a lot of broken engagements. It, there's been more divorce in the last year. Cause I, you know, Ashley JP and Carly and Evan, but before that there really wasn't any, it's all just broken engagements. Cause the engagement isn't that serious. Like you're saying, but it's like a way to get a free ring, way to get a commitment, way to get more followers. So I think it's worth doing it and hope it works out, but we don't see a lot of divorce. So if they get down the aisle quick, sometimes it works out. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for, Marissa is gorgeous. I did feel terrible for her with the sweating. Oh, tough. <laughs> tough. Paradise it's, is hot. 
I could, literally could never like could. And imagine like making out with someone in those conditions and imagine like hugging someone. Like I'm just thinking like the bunk beds, like put yourself there, people, before the you're like, I want to go. The crabs, the bunk beds, they can't even really go in the ocean, by the by. They don't have air conditioning because it's not good for like, I don't know, sound or something. Yeah. Like it fucking sucks. Like <laughs> it sucks. So good for them for even getting through it. Like when I saw their um, overnight dates, the fantasy suites, I was like, couldn't they let them stay at that hotel the whole time? Yeah. Like it looked so nice. Um, they, they've earned saying, their time. If you make it to the last day, you should get like VIP treatment, like a full, and maybe get to like stay in air conditioning until the minute before your potential proposal. Cause that was not fair. Poor Marissa. Poor Marissa. Like, don't you want to remember that moment? Like if you don't have a re-proposal, like, is now like the cool oh. thing to do a la Jordan and Jojo and now yes. Lauren and Ari, then like, that's your proposal. Yeah. And you are dripping. So I, I felt bad for Marissa, but she's gorgeous and they're so hot together and so sexual and she's so obsessed with him and he loves her. So I hope they work out. I hope so too. Um, can we talk about Kendall? Yeah. Mm. What do you think? I have so many different thoughts what do you think was the motivation behind that? Was it more producers saying, Kendall, we'll you know, do you a solid if you do this for us? Was it producers convincing her it was the right thing to do? Was she spiraling from how she handled the season and thought it was going to help? Who told her this was going to help? I mean. I mean, let's start from the end. Let's talk about Joe telling Serena, wait, Kendall was just here. And cute little Canadian Serena goes, oh, are you okay? Precious. What girl would fucking respond like that? And he even said, I think, in the, like, speech they make um, before, you know, the proposal, he said, like, I'm not going to say that, like, the way you acted when Kendall came down was, like, the only thing that, like, made me love you so much, but it's, like, part of it. Because mm -hmm. any other girl would be like, what that bitch say to you? And, like, <laughs> why the fuck is she here? But she was literally like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. She didn't even ask, like, you know, are you gonna, like, are you with her? Like, I don't know. Um, I, mean, I think I, if I was her, I would be like, production, you really pulled this on my proposal day? Like, I think I'd turn around to my, like, go-to producer and be like, are you guys freaking kidding me? Like, that sucks. I feel like that's, again, like, the same thing for Marissa. It puts such a damn to even know in the back of your mind that a second before you come out, and he confesses his love. Like, Kendall was there, and he was telling her what a cat she is. Like, who wants to fuck? Even though he did in a very, like, platonic way. But um, I think the whole thing was awkward. I feel bad for her because I just saw her on a podcast, and she's literally, like, shaken up about Joe. Like, she's kind of crying. Um, mm -hmm. She went on Rachel Lindsay's husband, Brian. Oh, Brian and Mike Johnson. Right. And she was literally, like, her voice is cracking. She's on the verge of tears talking about Joe. Yes. Do I think it was producers? Let's bring Kendall to like whatever. But I also thought producers thought maybe she'd start hooking up with someone, you know, and there would be this like Joe would see it. How would mm -hmm. he feel? But she literally, it seemed like came just for Joe, wasn't even interested. And like that always weirds me out because like he even he said that to her, like, you have my number. Right. You know? Like it's not this like that's what's so weird when the people like know, you know, it's like 
when it's that weird situation, why didn't you call him? Why didn't you? Because at the end of the day, she doesn't want to make the move. She wants to stay conjoined twins with her twin, you know, with her taxidermy basement. She's not willing to make the move. And you know what? He kind of annoys me with that too, because he's like, I'm not leaving Chicago point period. That's also like, wait, dude, like there are two people here that need to make a compromise and maybe they could have compromised. Well, obviously I'm happy for Joe and Serena and and they're going to have to compromise too. Like she's from... Canada. Maybe she doesn't want to live in Chicago. So I feel like grocery store Joe, who doesn't have a grocery store anymore, you guys, he's just like an influencer podcaster now, believe it or not. Stocking information. Like that's important to know. It is. Um, Which I good for him. Like he literally left night one. It's it's so underrated that he was on Becca season and left night one. And was, did Dancing with the Stars come first? Yeah. I mean, even alone, you know, the fact that, like, no, somebody saw something in him. A star. Like a star. And literally, his Chicago, like, he has a Bachelor Nation podcast. He's, like, interviewing people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just so wild. And um, and at the end of the day, I didn't, I, I understood Kendall. You know, is she a little awkward? Yeah. Like, but can we understand her that, like, somebody puts an ultimatum? That's not how a couple makes a decision. We don't know anything more in depth than that, but he was mm-hmm. legit like, you, but he did say to her, like, you could have tried. And that I do give to him, like, yeah. yes, like she could have tried, she didn't want to. Um, and I can totally understand her, like seeing your, the guy you almost married, like they were very serious and they mm-hmm. were both like awkward and both had the same kind of vibe. You no, know, I like them so much, it's so ruined. <laughs> I know, and... I, I definitely think it's producers that were like, he's going to propose to Serena and like, go tell him your last words. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like that was so unnecessary and kind of bad look for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and also when I would like faint the heat, the nerves, like seeing your fucking ex about to propose, like he's standing there for a reason. Like that's- on the podium, ring in his pocket. <laughs> and she shows up. No, that's so awful. Oh my God. I feel bad for her, honestly. This episode is brought to you by Apostrophe. Are you like me, someone who has spent a lot of money on a cabinet full of skin treatments but has no idea what to do with half of them? Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll be treated right away, and the medications will be delivered to your home. It's truly amazing. Simply complete Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin troubles and medical history, then take a few selfies, and your dermatologist will send you a customized treatment plan. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash right reasons when you use our code right reasons. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash right reasons and click begin visit. Then use our code right reasons at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash right reasons and use that code right reasons to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Honestly, I had sympathy for her during most of the season. Like I was like, I don't really know why she's there and I'm whatever, but in like the me, it's all funny. But I was like, first of all, this is the most mature I've ever seen a bachelor situation be handled. Both Joe and Serena, such grace and dignity. Like I could not be me. If I, if I was Serena's friend, I would have been more like involved and angry than Serena was both so mature, which was great for their relationship. But the last, the, the, the day of the proposal, like there was that conversation, they they had it already. There was no point that, that put me over the edge. I was like, all right, girl, I'm starting to lose, lose my sympathy for you. It's time to go home. 
Yeah, you're right. Cause they had the conversation. That's like point period. So unless she was like, you know, does anyone have any last words? And she is coming to be like, oh, fine, I'll move to Chicago. Then like, get the fuck out. Like get imagine, on a flight. Imagine she came in, like these are the keys to my new Chicago condo. Like, do you want to come by? I'm making the move last such effort. Like that would have been, a, that would have been an ending. Listen, but he literally said, and that's also something that's hard to hear is like he said, I love, like, I, I don't love, like, I think he said like, I'll always love Kendall, but I'm not like in love with her anymore. Like he's yeah. completely over her fell in love with Serena and I really do hope they work out and that it won't fall on like logistics and on the fact that like I feel like these long engagements are just they're, they're a little trouble because you're like hey you're engaged so when are you getting married and most of their answers are like wait we haven't even got out to dinner yet and you're like <laughs> you're like that is true you have, make a great point but you're engaged so yeah. like chop chop you know <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And then, like you said, there are shows like Married at First Sight where you have to sign on the dotted line in that moment. So like yeah. if you're, you can't, you know, you got to play the game a little bit. You did say yes. You have that Neil Lane ring. And unless you want to send it back in the mail via a little bubble package, you got to get down the aisle. No, dude, if when Kenny and Mari get married, I'm going to be so happy. I can't believe they know a location. That's like a huge deal right now. Yeah. I love to see it. Love it. Big one. Um, let's talk about Becca and Thomas because um, <laughs> Becca didn't get engaged, which was good because she's been engaged. She has two Neil Lane diamonds already. It's good. She's going to get someone hopefully um, who will buy his own ring. Yeah. But, um, how do you feel about those two? Because I am struggling with Thomas. I don't know if we're supposed to like him. I don't know if I like him. He's tall. Um, I don't know if his tears were real. I don't know what I think. I mean, okay. So everyone said, right. That like Katie's season aired when they were there. Yes. Because if it didn't, then like Becca wouldn't have gone out with Thomas because Thomas got like the worst, like everyone hated him. So mm -hmm. the audience didn't like him. If you guys remember, the, all the guys were like telling him he came, he wanted to be, be the bachelor, he basically admitted it. Listen, first of all, let's start with Becca. I wasn't the hugest fan of Becca. I always kind of thought she was like, bleh. And then... I was like, hi, Ray of Sunshine. Like, I feel like she had such a good vibe in Paradise. Mm -hmm. Even though she's like the first Bachelorette, I think, to come down. She was so chill about it. She didn't make anybody feel like I'm better than you. Um, she, she made friends with all the girls. She was really sweet. She was really down to earth. So I'm glad that I saw that side of her. And like, yeah. I really like her now. Weirded out. She likes Thomas weirded out by it because he's such a tool um and but now then he's, I, done it. <laughs> now he's, he's such a tool is it because he's tall you know all those memes mm -hmm. is he do i like him or is he six five like yeah. i don't know um but the fake fucking tears like even if we wanted to like him like i feel like even becca in the moment was like okay um like if he was really crying i feel like she would be like oh my god i love you too but like what was that no what was that what was, what that? was that and then she posts that they're together irl and she made also like a cute little reel that they're all doing uh, which is cute um to see their real life moments but so i believe it that they're together and he's like not faking it but why did he fake the tears I think he... Just let me go, Becca. Just let me go. What was that? What was that? 
I think it was maybe a combo of like probably one he didn't want to like look bad like getting dumped again like maybe it was because it was a quick turnaround for him so he's like thinking about how Katie's season is airing not gonna look good then he's like on this beach now he's getting dumped by like a like paradise sweetheart like everybody loves Becca and it, and it was his last ditch effort but you're right her face was so confusing because she was almost like smiling like dude like are you for real but then also trying to believe his words it was weird I think that her subtext was like, dude, 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 I'm going to call, call you after this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I felt like the subtext was. And I feel like he wasn't getting it because I feel like she was kind of saying, listen, there's no need for us to pretend and have this talk and the drink, like we'll date. Don't worry. But like, yeah. just go home. We'll talk. And him being like, no, just let me be. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was dying because like I was, it was so fake. It's not even like, oh, crocodile tears where we decide that like this person took acting classes and like, you know, they're faking crying, but they're actually with tears that we're even suspicious of. This was like the worst acting in your life. Zero tears, zero like doingness even. There was not even, it was like a Sahara desert in his eyes. And the sweat should have been like, at least look like a tear. He didn't even have sweat for once. <laughs> it was, and the dramatics of like, Becca was literally like, no, dude, I'll call you. And he's like, you're bringing my heart. I'm like, no, it was so funny. But then you see that they're together. So you're like, you know, how, like something isn't adding up. What are we seeing from Thomas? What is he really, what are we missing? And if you go back and think about it, Becca doesn't have the best picker either. Mm -mm. I mean, she like was with Ari, you know, he flipped on her to Clorin. She picked Garrett and none of us really understood it. And then and was we with all him for a long time was with him for a long time. And I mean, didn't she have like Blake and Jason? She had some fucking dope guys on her season too. Um, so I don't know if they're going to last. I, I do. I'm so, that's the thing. Like, I know it sounds like I'm sarcastic and be like funny about it, but I really am like a, a hopeful, like hopeless romantic. Like, I yeah. love to see the couples that end up together. It's just like, Thomas? I know. He gives me Josh Murray vibes. And I'm like, yes. Becca, Becca's either going to get married in the like, whirlwind romance by the end of the year, or she's going to have a tell-all book about what happened. Like one or the other. It's, it's, he's either, we're all being like, we're being too harsh on him for some reason, and we're all wrong, and he's great, or it's he's Josh Murray. It's, I, it's Josh one or the other. It has to be an extreme. Oh my God. At least, I mean, at least it's 100% like true to say he has Josh Murray vibes for sure. I said it the second he showed up on Katie's season and I, then all those bachelor movies picked it up a few weeks later. I'm like, I swear I have the tweet that has like one like, but I said it first. <laughs> um, speaking of couples that are engaged or not engaged, but together for a long time, the Kaylin and Dean cameo. Um, I, I, Kaylin and Dean, I've interviewed both of them. They're actually like, their dynamic is interesting in person. Cause like he's very sarcastic and she kind of, but she always like gushes about him and she, you, you kind of buy it when you talk to them that like she is okay with the not getting married thing. But then he makes those crazy comments like how he doesn't like the word I love you and they say something else. like he, they're very hard to understand. This just felt very scripted and weird. And the fact that they did that whole little stick when he was like, are you ready to propose to the guys? And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh God, like, I don't know. I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, again, am mistake and I flip. So I love them. Like, Loved them, loved how she turned from this like Botox beauty queen to like hiking mountains and yes. pushing him out of hot air balloons, which like you guys, I'm not exaggerating. These are things that happen. <laughs> um, 
but then I have like a lot of weird things about it because a like, is it this like a Courtney Kravis situation where like, you're literally becoming this person? Like, are you this person? Like, do you like to hike? Like, do you want a canteen or are you doing this to be like him? Like, do you like this van or do you want to live in like a nice house in LA? Um, why does he need this kind of rush every day of like being pushed, you know, out of hot air balloons and jumping off airplanes? Like that's a little worrisome. Mm -hmm. Um, add that with the fact that he's like, never want to get married. Don't want to say I love you, but is like so sweet to her. And obviously he's gorgeous. I mean, the mm -hmm. man is gorgeous. Um, I thought it was funny that they brought them to do the engage part where like, they're not engaged. That's kind and, of silly. And may never be. And may never be like, don't we have like enough ex bachelor couples to, you know, that are engaged currently? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think you just, for your, it's like the bachelor, their go-to was always Sean Lowe to give advice. I think for this, you just got to go with Jade and Tanner. They're the first couple that made it. They got all the kids. I think you, well, we have Hannah and Dylan. We have yes. not, um, not married yet though, but engaged. They would have been a good choice if they wanted well, to. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least engaged. Oh, but Dylan like messed, he does ABC to hate him because he like went off like a, on Twitter during quarantine about yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, he tried to get justice. Oh, he's savage. He's savage. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. savage. Um, they have Adam and Raven, though she's pregnant, maybe she didn't want to fly. Um, yeah, that was a weird choice. And definitely they were reading off the cue cards and it was kind of like not natural. And every time the couples walked down, like they would talk to the woman and then they would like watch the woman. They didn't have like, they're not wells, let's put yes. it this way. Um, but yeah, I kind of flip on them because there's something very likable, very beautiful, the way it all happened. At the end of the day, I really hope the girl isn't compromising every single thing she's ever has been wanted for the guy. Um, and the guy that has like a lot of issues and commitment issues that if he's not taking care of them, cause she's just like accepting. And I don't know, I feel like there's something like standoffish about them um, that they think they're like, I don't like the people from, I like the people from, the people from Bachelor Nation that know I'm from Bachelor Nation. I was on reality TV. This doesn't mean I'm Beyonce, <laughs> you know, here I am just yeah. a person. I feel like they kind of have vibes of like above it, but yet like they're going to fly to Mexico to get that paycheck. You know what I right. mean? And he does the podcast with Jared. That's I heard radio. So it's not Bachelor associated, but anytime I've ever listened to it, it's because I've had to. And I know it's because they're talking about bachelor so it's like they're still trying to get that money from it but mm. then maybe a little bitter that they're not on the official bachelor nation Warner brothers payroll i don't know yeah there's something like because you could really tell from bachelor nation like you said like dylan he doesn't give a shit which like i love that because like not a lot of those that really aren't scared to fuck up like so many people hold on to it even if they're not getting anything just to be like maybe i'll get a cameo you know in three thousand seasons from now as the guy so, um, so I feel like their vibe is kind of like we're above it and we're over it. And all we do is like film ourselves from our drone in like, you know, Alaska, but then like, you're going to show up and read off the cute cards. So right. they played right into the hand. The yes. ABC. Although he did say on his show that they wanted him to propose. And he was like, dude, I'm not proposing on the season of someone else's bachelor. Oh, he said, it's, 
But but is he open to proposing? I don't think he is either. But I think he blamed it on the I, I he. It was a kind of throwaway comment. Like of course they wanted me to propose because he was talking about Claire and Dale, and he made these comments that he thinks Dale only got back together with Claire like to fix his image, um, mm. and that the ABC might have even pressured him to like propose when back in the day. Like I, I think every person's like response about producers and stuff in The Bachelor. It, it everyone has their own experience, and some people maybe not, don't realize they're being manipulated. Other people really don't listen. Like I don't know. I think it goes either way. But he was talking about Clarendale and just made a throwaway comment about that. Yeah, I saw that. But it's still, I feel like it still is kind of funny that they would bring to paradise a couple that like refused to get engaged in general and also now and also then. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're they're literally coming up to couples being like, so you're ready to get engaged? Like they're not engaged. Like, like Wells like, is engaged. I know he's engaged to like someone with a real career, but he is engaged. Yeah, I don't know. That was a little weird. Even though, I mean, I might flip again. I do like them. I like their aesthetic. Um, but something, something, I feel like there's something that's not all that, you know, not, we're not seeing it all. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like that's pretty much the VIP of it all is now it's just, we wait and see who lasts as long and who gets the Instagram statement ready and who splits I should have prepped in the back of my pocket and who I should prep wedding for. I don't know. We'll find out, but I want to talk about you Tell me about your podcast. I'm sure there's probably overlap, obviously, between Us Weekly readers and listeners and Not Skinny But Not Fat. You, when do you come out? What are you topics you cover? Like, tell me everything. I listened to your Addison Ray interview. I was dying. <laughs> oh, Addie. She turned 21 today. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Addie. I love you call her that, Addie. Uh, I know. Did you, on, the, on my interview, you it was said like, that at the, the beginning of the thing. so like, embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm like, no, does amazing. everyone call you? She's like, my family. I'm like, and me. Um, let's move on. So, um, yeah, my podcast, Not Skinny But Not Fat, which, you know, has nothing to do with the, the content of it. Um, just the name is, you know, I cover pop culture and reality TV and celebrity gossip and have some cool guests. Addison Ray is probably the coolest, but some, some other cool ones as well. And I definitely, like, I literally repost so many times, like, articles you've written and listen, live for it love it you know i'm very passionate about this stuff as you guys could probably tell so that's what you'll find on my instagram um by the same name and the instagram came first correct yeah the instagram came first and did it like start blowing up because i feel like i've been people have been sending me your posts for a long time but i can't remember i mean i've been doing it for like four or five years you know what i mean so it's so you know, people want to know like that moment and like, yeah, there might've been, it might've been like pandemic where shit started happening, started happening quicker, but it's like, no, I've been working this for five fucking years. You know what I mean? And I've been doing it, but always because I loved it. Like I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't even start my Instagram to, I wasn't like, let me, you know, do this. It was literally like just a random thought on a random day oh like maybe I'll start an Instagram and just started posting and it started with memes actually and then um slowly I was kind of like wait I'm passionate about like this stuff like celebrity gossip and entertainment so started incorporating that and that kind of became a lot and I also share a lot about me so if you don't like it 
Um, yeah, you, you have an adorable child. There's always fun stuff. That's always good when you're when the bonus, if the influencer or the content creator you're following, if they post about their family, which I always like because I like to whatever, and it's always a bonus if the kid's cute. <laughs> you got this over thank you. God, right? You're like, thank God you're cute because what would we do? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's very random. It's like my baby. Like me watching Bachelor in Paradise while the baby's screaming. And then, you know, talking about this and talking about that and the Kardashians, which I love. So, you know, it's a riot, but it's mainly like I really enjoy commenting on these things. And it's literally like instead of calling my sister and being like, oh, my God, we have to talk about this. Like, I'll just post it, which could be stupid of me because so many people are watching. You know, like last night, if you guys saw like Kylie's new um, uh, kit fucking I don't know she was like the makeup she was like you guys won't believe who I'm collabing with for Halloween so I was like honestly I don't care that much like after the skims Megan Fox and Courtney like what collab could you bring that would excite me as much mind you I'm like about to go to sleep it's like midnight and I'm like and she she comes out with her collaborator and who is the collaborator collaborator Freddy (laughs) Krueger And I about died. Like, it was midnight. I should have gone to bed. I was, like, dry heaving in my bed, being like, could you imagine taking, like, me, right? Like, I'm not a millionaire. But if my, like, you know, agent was like, I think we should come out with a Freddy Krueger line, I would literally be like, that's so embarrassing. I'm not doing it. And maybe that's why I'm poor, you know? Like, maybe (laughs) I take myself too seriously. But the fact that Kylie is like, okay, and comes out with it, and it's like, Freddy Krueger eyelashes, like, I was like, am I in a twilight zone? So this is like my life. Like I live it. I breathe it. Like couldn't fall asleep about it. Was cracking up to myself and still was thinking about it this morning. Like, I can't believe she would do that. Like she doesn't give a shit. She's like coming out with bad swimsuits. She's doing Freddy Krueger lines. Yeah. Like she doesn't care. Meanwhile, I'm like, and I can't do anything. And then you're like, wow. Okay. Like who's winning? You know, who's getting it at the bank? Yeah. Not me. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And the Kylie cosmetics of it all always fascinate the feud with Forbes and over the billionaire status. And then now it's like the product, everything was like suspended for a while. And now everything's back and like ripping. Elevated. It's, it's elevated. Yeah. And it's really not. It's the opposite. It's not, it's not <laughs> elevated. She's better off with the lip kits that were just drying out her lips. Now it's just like ripped bathing suit. It's too, it's too much. You know, it's too much. Well, I'm sure I could talk to you forever about a variety of topics, but yeah. we both have to get back to our real lives and we can talk again soon, hopefully, if you want to come yeah. back for Michelle's episode Always. or in general, just to talk with us weekly. Um, but tell everyone when the podcast comes out. So the podcast is every Tuesday, anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. Of course. A Dear Media production. A Dear Media production, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, and have an amazing rest of your day. And oh I'm my sure God, thank you. Out. Praying hands emoji. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation.